Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Are you looking for some amazing prayer walk ideas? Then don't worry because this post will have you covered. But first, if you are really confused about what a prayer walk even is and why you should even be concerned with it, let me go ahead and break it down for you. A prayer walk is an activity that consists of walking and praying at the same time. It is not done for the physical benefit, but for the spiritual exercise, either publicly functioning, also as a demonstration or rally to let other people know the group is praying or quietly in the sight of the subject. For instance, a person or group may be praying for a town, a city, and walk the streets of the city while praying either out loud or in silence. Therefore, all a prayer walk really is, is the idea that you are praying and walking. You can determine the purpose. You can determine the reason. You can determine what you are praying about and who you are praying for. You can determine who, what, where, when, or why. But the only thing you need to do is to just be praying and walking, and that is it. So number one. Walk around and pray for troubled families or individuals. I am sure you know someone who is troubled or who has been having a hard time. Perhaps you know someone who has had a hard time, lost a child, is going through a divorce, or is depressed. It could literally be anything. Just simply walk by their house or even their job and pray for them. Oftentimes, you can see people are troubled in some way, shape, or form, and of course, they are not just going to want to tell you all of their business. So doing a prayer walk for them is a discreet way to pray for them without making a big deal about what they're going through, especially if they may need some space. So to be clear, you do not need to knock on the door and attempt to pour holy water on them. You do not need to run around making loud noises and speaking in tongues so that everyone in the world can hear you. Just walk by and pray. That is it. The point is to pray for someone, not to go all looking holier than thou and making a spectacle of yourself. Number two, walk around your neighborhood, job, school, or community and pray for its safety. Even if nothing is going on in your community, your job, or even your neighborhood, it is better to be proactive than reactive. With so many crazy things going on in the world and so many mass shootings, there is nothing wrong with doing a prayer around your own backyard and just praying for the safety and the safety of the people in it. You may want to walk around an elementary school and pray for the students there, but just a general warning, do not do this during school hours or get too close to the school while kids are outside. The last thing you want is for someone to call the cops thinking that you are scoping out the school because you are a kidnapper or something, but you can do it on the weekends after the school closes or even at a safe distance from the school. You can pick a new day to do new areas of your community just praying for its safety. Number three, take a walk in nature and pray for whatever comes to mind. There is nothing wrong with just going on a walk, talking to God, and praying about whatever comes to mind. I have a friend that on her daily walk, she prays to God. She says that is the prime time to clear her head and pray for things or people that God tells her to specifically pray about. It can be prayers about herself, her family, or even other people. The best prayers are the ones that come directly from God meaning that God is telling you that you need to pray about X, Y, and Z. The best way to get this started is to start walking in a place that you know is relaxing. It could be early in the morning or when you're surrounded by nature, but you really want to create an environment where your mind is calm and you are more open to hearing from God. Number four, prayer walk inside your house. And why not? There is nothing says that a prayer walk has to be outside. You can pray or walk inside your house, especially if it is too cold or if you just want to pray over your home. 
Your home is where you lay your head and where your family lives. There's nothing wrong with walking around your home, praying and blessing each part of it. Pray over your kids in their rooms and praying for them. Pray for yourself as you walk around in your bedroom or even your marriage. Do not get so tied up with walking everywhere else that you forget to walk around in your own house. And as an added bonus, you can feel free to turn on gospel music to really get the presence of God flowing through your home. I personally like to use the Amazon Echo, which you can click the link down below to buy as it has speakers and it allows the music to flow freely through my home. Number five, take a prayer walk where you know people are in need. You can take a prayer walk around the areas when you know there are homeless people, an area that is high crime or drug usage area. You can pray for people or pray for their lives. Now remember, I also believe in safety, so your prayer walk may have to be a prayer drive-by. You can drive by in your car and pray or find a safe area to sit and sit and pray as well. You have to do what you feel comfortable with, and the whole idea is to just send prayers to people in need. Do not feel the need to approach strange people or even drug dealers and lay your hands on them, telling them that you want to pray for them. If Jesus is leading you to do that, then I trust he will protect you. But as a rule of thumb, you are there to pray, not to disrupt anyone else's life and try to condemn other people for their lifestyle. So there you have it. There are all my prayer walking ideas that pretty much anyone can do. If you know a fellow Christian that may want to implement these ideas, then go ahead and share this post with them. Plus, if you really want to enhance your prayer and your spiritual life, then you should really consider getting my spiritual fasting guide. In the Bible, spiritual fasting has been used in so many ways and so many times as a way to get closer to God. You can click the link down below to buy. 